0: Some laughing lattes, laughing lattes. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome to another episode of Life and Lattes with Liv and Cole. I'm Liv. And I'm Cole. And we have a guest on today, Iman. Yes. Welcome to the show. So we have a, a mutual friend. Um, she was like, "Hey, Amani should be on Liv's show." And so he messaged me, and I was like, "Uh, yes, you have to be on." So he runs a small tech company, is a DJ, and also um, has a kind of smaller scale retail shop.
2: Yep, you, you yeah. Got did it. I cover it you all? got
1: it? Awesome. So <laughs> we'll we'll kind of dig into that a little bit. Um. Coffee Rundown?
0: Coffee Rundown. <laughs> Full disclosure, I am not drinking coffee today. I'm drinking water. Um, sinuses have been killing me the last couple days, and today I actually feel so much better, so I'm like, I'm not going to jinx it. Ugh. I'm going to stick with my water. So.
1: And I brought a coffee that we had on the girls episode so that Cole could drink coffee. Ah, and I ruined it. You did. <laughs> so we're, we're drinking the Ralph Lauren coffee again today. That's fancy. Doesn't disappoint.
0: How do you, how you feel about this? It's good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, I like yeah.
1: it. It's good. It's an Ralph- easy drink. Like, I could drink a lot of it, you know? It's, like, super smooth.
0: That's interesting. I hadn't yeah. got to look at the package.
1: Yeah. It seems like with how much, like, style and fashion around Ralph Lauren that that would be not as simple packaging yeah this is not know? what i it's expected kinda, it's kind of lame if i'm being
0: honest yeah i'm like i don't know I'm on, i don't, i don't know how like familiar you are with his brand or whatever like but that
2: just doesn't don't you think like that just yeah, doesn't, i didn't realize that that was like the actual brand yeah coffee. that's so so what i'm saying
0: like you would expect that uh i don't know yeah. they have their legit logo and on here and it just the only place it actually says ralph Lauren is on the back yeah and wow. tiny font. Yeah, that's crazy. I think
2: that <laughs> makes me like the coffee more now. Right, because <laughs> yeah. it's just like chill. Like
0: yeah. they're not like in your face. Yeah, I wore that
2: a lot growing up. So really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. yeah so it's um, roasted in the
0: USA too. That's kind
2: of cool. Um,
1: uh, a friend got it for us, and you can only get it in Chicago. And she's like, I thought of you guys.
0: That store is amazing. Have you have? I've never been. I've never been either. What? Yeah. Have you guys ever been to Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, but you, yeah, you got to do that because like we just like hitting those stores. I forget what the road. Is there, it's that like main drag, right? Yeah, yeah. that's where I go to the Ugg store. Oh um, are <laughs> oh, you a know guy as well? Yes, I love my Uggs. Oh, my yes, God! No! My
3: <laughs> yes! <laughs> you're like <laughs> the only
2: other one, dude. Yeah. seriously. Oh, geez. the bread loaves. Yeah, with the strings on them, the big old thick ones. Yep, like shorter. Yeah. Yep,
0: I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh man, I, I, you know what? I think I'm just gonna see myself out. Y'all can have this episode. Too. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs>
0: Tech company Uggs, uh, like. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just for a warning, you'll this will be the, like the last that you'll hear my voice on this episode. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Cole yeah, just, has I, a man crush right now. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, she makes fun of me all the time. Like it's the thing. Like she talks about it on the episodes, and she's like, Cole's got this. He's so thing. bougie
1: on everything. I can tell. Yeah. But that's good. That's <laughs> good. And you li- good though. like you literally said so. I mean, you didn't use the word boo- bougie, but yeah, on everything. Like his comforter it's UGG. Is Ugg. <laughs> yeah.
2: Is it like one of those like super soft like like the Sherpa? Yes. Wow. Oh, the Sherpa. I got I got one too. <laughs> 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 What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. That's so my what? UGG brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. My man. My man. Oh my word. Yeah. So if you have it, so have you been to the <laughs> store in Chicago then?
2: No, I ordered it.
0: Yeah. So they have a legit two-story oh. like retail shop. My goodness. Now the first, the whole first floor is all like women's shoes. And then if you go up on the second level, that's where all the guy shoes are. And I bought a pair there; it was amazing because they just had everything, right? Yeah. So you're actually able to like try them on, which was
2: amazing. So dang, I'm going to check that. I would go to Chicago just for that. Oh that's yeah. I gosh. love my Uggs. Oh I'm, my I'm
0: talking about taking another trip like soon before winter, so I can get another pair. That's too much. <laughs> Be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
2: That's so tight, man. That's so tight. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh Bougie's gosh. great. It is great. If you have
0: the ability to go bougie, like, do it. Do it. Yeah. If
2: you can afford it, do it. (laughs)
0: That's why I work so hard, you know? It's right. That's true. It's seriously like. (laughs) I get it, man. I get it. That is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) If only they made coffee. (laughs) We'd be set. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my word.
0: Well, we've been trying to get a little more detail. So, like, I haven't tried it, right? So, this is an espresso. So, it's, has it got a nice little bite to it? Is it a little darker? Like,
1: it's, it's stronger, but I don't think it's like as.
0: Are you guys drinking straight up without creamer? I have a little bit of creamer. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I know we were just, we were talking before the episode started. We talked about your nitro. How does it compare to that? In terms of. Well, I guess in general, right? Because I haven't had the nitro yet. So.
2: So nitro is super smooth, like mm-hmm. really easy to digest. Um, but this is as well too. Really, this is really good. Yeah. yeah, I really like it, man.
1: It is yeah. really smooth. Which, We're like, going
0: back for Uggs and Rappler and coffee. That's right.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this is good. I would drink this every morning if I had some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, okay. Well, dang it!
0: I feel I know. left out today. I know. It's okay. You know, <laughs> Sorry. I'm way too busy to be sick. So. You did this to yourself. <laughs> I did no. My <laughs> children did it to me. <laughs> <laughs> they it to you. It's one of those things. It's I call it the trickle down. It's just, that's how it works. Like they come home with something and you're inevitably going to get it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, it happens. <laughs> and I was, I'm one of those people too. Like I knew, and I was like spraying everything down yeah, oh disinfecting, it and like vacuum it <laughs> and washing all the clothes and the comforters. I was like, oh no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I got it.
1: So. Oh my word.
0: But yeah. So I'm glad the coffee's tasty. Like I said, feeling a little left out there, but, um. But yeah, so so you guys share a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time I'm meeting you, but uh, uh, let's uh, we'll go ahead and start with uh, the tech company. Maybe give us a, a little background on that, maybe the name and things like that, and what you guys are doing.
2: Yeah, sure. So it's called Cardboard, and the reason why it's called Cardboard, I always try to think of the easiest way to explain this without going down a rabbit hole, like you said, (laughs) (laughs) what is this? Um, But essentially what it is, it's like Google Docs for web developers, application developers, uh, things of that nature. So what it is, is a lot of times people that are building applications or websites will have uh, developers out of the country. Or in distributed teams around the around the US and so what they need is is they need a place where they can plan everything manage it schedule it um, and kind of have accountability for what needs to be done what hasn't been done all that sorts of things okay so if you're in a tech place you see all the post-it notes on the wall basically what we do is we consolidate that onto an online form where you can access anywhere at any time okay so like out
0: of curiosity. What what does make that different than like Google Drive or Dropbox or Box or any of those other cloud storage platforms?
2: Sure, yeah. So when you're on Google Docs, what you do is kind of like what your iPad looks like right now. It's just you just write. Right. But with this, it's Post-it notes, and when you open up the Post-it notes, there's specific details relative to building websites, building you know applications, building gotcha. all that stuff. So it's
0: specifically for it's those very professionals. Niched. Yeah, very. Okay, niched. that's cool though. And i um, so I'm guessing you can. Share versions and iterations and mm-hmm. files and things like that. That way, like you said, if you are across country, which usually happens, um, you can actually coordinate with that. So
2: yeah, yeah. And we're actually working on a a new piece to where you can actually screen. You can take a picture of your post it notes on the wall, and then it will generate. Mm. Oh wow! It now onto the application. That's so, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did that get started? Um, So actually, um, Dave Hussman, he's a leader in user story mapping. Um, He was chronically ill and was looking to sell the tool because he wanted to have some money for his family. Okay. So um, a local technology company in Indianapolis purchased it. And then when they purchased it, they needed people to run it. And so they started with a developer. And then after that, they took it to a little deeper. And then they found me. Um, and so it's just me and Adam Scroggin running this thing. So <laughs> wow. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a ton of fun. So, so
0: what's your background then? So if, if you got to this point, like what what kind of started that for you?
2: I think being a nerd in middle school, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was that guy that didn't have a ton of friends, but I was always at home trying to make my MySpace page look cooler than my friends. <laughs> you know, so, yep. so being a tech guy, you know, there's just a little bit of HTML involved in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so with that, that kind of got me familiar with what it means to build things and how hard it is. Yep. And so I kind of always had an affinity for it, but I actually went to school to get a business degree. Okay. And I'd never used it, to be honest. (laughs) I think it got me in the door professionally, but it's (laughs) not really has anything to do with what I do now. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's so funny that you mentioned MySpace because that's where I got my start, too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Like, yeah. that's what made me think, like, I think I might want to do this professionally one day. You that's know? so funny, that's man. That's how you learn HTML. I mean, I think a lot of people, I'm I'm guessing, we're close in age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, so, 25. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we're super close in age. So, like, that was just, I don't know. if you were, And I was saying, I was nerd, like, always, like, I always wanted an Alienware wear. Yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: Did you skateboard as well? I did. You look like a skater. <laughs> I yeah, did, definitely funny. did. Yeah.
0: I was no good at it, but you know. I, Same. Spent, I spent more time on the computer than I did on the board. So that's crazy. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny.
1: I never had a MySpace.
0: What? Really? Yeah. Why is that? Were you too far out on the cusp? Or Yeah.
1: I think like Facebook was coming in and was more popular by the time that I
0: gosh, I can remember Facebook coming on the scene and being like oh, I'm not going to get a Facebook. Like, what's the point in that? Yeah. I got a MySpace. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yeah.
1: Um, but I'm also like a little bit younger than you.
0: Not by much, though.
1: By like three years.
0: Yeah. I just, it's, I guess it is kind of so, weird. I, mean, I guess that makes a difference.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: Because I feel like we were the last ones. Like That's, people that are 25, yeah. 26 were the last yeah. people.
1: Like Brad had one.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need to look into that. That by the that way. makes sense. I was gonna say <laughs>
0: there are ways. I was looking at this the other day because I was like, I really want to see that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I hate that I didn't take it serious. They're like, hey, we're gonna shut down. We're gonna do this, and they kept your data for a certain amount of time, and I never went back on mm-hmm. to like pull that stuff off, and I should have done it. Yeah. Mm. And you can't even like. There's those websites where you can type in like a URL and then you can go back in time and like see snapshots of like the old websites. Um, and you can't even do that with MySpace. I'll say, yeah. it. But there is a way to find the pictures and the profile. Dang. So, yeah, I know. I went back and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> You're
1: like, oh God.
0: Little high school Cole. Like, it's scary. <laughs> uh,
1: you look the same. You just have facial hair now. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Literally. Yes, I, have,
0: I <laughs> I'm not as skinny as I was though. So. <laughs> I was a stick in high school. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, that's so funny that you bring up MySpace. So so uh, was is that I mean, was that like the the point of your of your nerddom? I mean, so you went to school for business, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but then when you got out of school, I mean, what'd you do like during school? I mean, did you kind of continue down that path or was it pretty strictly business at that point in time?
2: Honestly, it was neither. I think it was strictly sports. I kind of okay. had that, like a youthful mentality that I was going to be an athlete forever. I gotcha. Um, I gotcha. But then once I was in grad school, the transition. I started noticing okay like, okay, you know, I got to make money. I got to live life. I got to right. have goals and stuff like right, that outside right. of sports. Yeah. So it started to be a little transition. And so, um, I think always having an affinity for it, I always enjoyed it. Um, but yeah.
0: Well, so okay, so if you were into sports, like, what made you not want to do that professionally? Sports, yeah. I wasn't good enough, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, Bluntly. physical limitations. <laughs> yeah. Yep, okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. I, gotcha. I guess, right, I guess at least you were able to realize that. And go, yeah. okay, I yeah. think maybe something else was, <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, we should start working on other things.
0: Oh so did you do anything before you got into uh, cardboard or
2: Yeah, I spent some time with Eli Lilly, which is a pharmaceutical company in mm-hmm. the uh, in Indianapolis. I was on the animal side. Um, I okay. did some work with the NCAA. Um, I did some an- analytics for a travel insurance agency. I did a lot of things because I was trying to figure out how can I most professionally round myself so I can get you know a, a job that I want, not mm-hmm. just a job that's available. right right so, yeah.
0: that's awesome. man. Yeah. So, did you actually grow up in Indy, or
2: no? So, I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, Fayetteville, North Carolina.
0: Man. Yeah. Why'd you come here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, For real. Yeah. So, long
2: story short, ended up moving up with my grandparents in Seymour, Indiana. Okay. So, I went from urban uh, North Carolina to rural. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, talk about diversity. Not diverse in the sense that there was a lot of people that were diverse in Seymour, but just being from where I was to where I was put into. Um, and not necessarily being like everybody else, yep. it really taught me how to be a people person and mm-hmm. kind of be the 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 person that people want you to be or need you to be. And so I think that's when I started kind of developing my business sense too for like what it means to entertain people, entertain clients, things of that nature.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Seymour. Seymour. I've shown some houses in Seymour. That's yeah. as far as it goes. And yeah. Like there's not a lot there mm. there's
2: not and no. our high school is right across from a John Deere so that says. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: welcome to Indiana yeah pretty much yeah. yeah the high school in our
0: area had a bring your tractor to school day <gasps> yeah stop yeah. it's a legit it's oh a legit Lord. fact and I think they might still do it oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I believe it
0: yeah I bet right oh that's good so, I love that
2: so uh where'd you go to school College? Yeah. I went to the University of Indianapolis, so I was okay. a great hound. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, oh. you, so you were able to finally make your way up north. I was, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm a man of faith, and I, I just remember, like, it's always tough for me to explain why I believe, but how I got to UND is my confirmation that God is definitely real, because it was one of those things where it's like, wow, like, I'm meant to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be here. Really? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So you bring up being a man of faith, so has that always been the case, or was there kind of a moment where where that came to be? Or?
2: So my grandma was a um, Southern Baptist. Okay. So she was all about church, you know, mm-hmm. worship and stuff. But being in Seymour, Indiana, it when you're like in middle school and high school, you want to like, youth is fun because you relate to the kids. Yep. I didn't relate to the kids, so I hated youth. Um, and that's not to say that they weren't great people like they're awesome people I love seeing what they're doing in these day and age but like because I couldn't relate to them I really didn't care about religion in that sense Mm -hmm. or faith in that sense I should say right Um, but then once I got to college and I really got to uh, be mentored by these awesome men who really love their wives love their profession love their God and just really model my life after theirs like, God started showing himself in, like, all these little subtle ways. And I'm like, wow, like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. I get it.
3: Yep.
0: So. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. It's
0: always nice to hear stories like that. So, Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
2: Sorry if that's not what this podcast is about. No, no, it's great.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That's why I asked you, because yeah. I'm definitely interested, you know. I mean, we've had a lot of people on and everything, but we haven't, you know, um, Liv and I are both on the same page when it comes to that sort of thing. That's and awesome. So that's why it's We actually nice.
1: met at church yeah
2: that's awesome yeah that's yeah, how that's how we got small to group that's so awesome deal. brothers yeah. and sisters in christ i love
0: it that's exactly yeah, it absolutely. i love it and her her now husband who was then boyfriend he helped me through a really hard time
3: mm-hmm.
0: so it was like that whole com- culmination of everything like i was like yeah i think these people are going to be like friends of mine for like ever that's awesome <laughs> man. that is so cool <laughs> 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 Sorry, Liv <laughs> Make me all
1: emotional over here. Um, So that's a good transition to your Believe brand Yeah Tell us about that Because that's tied in with the ministry, right? It is,
2: it is Yes, you're correct um, So I always used to make fun of people that make clothing brands um, because it's like, man, everybody wants to have a clothing brand. You know? right. Everybody yeah, wants yeah. to make these want based businesses instead of need based businesses. <laughs> and I actually, um, I promise you, this is not narcissistic, but when I first came up with it, that was actually uh, my initials that I used for my business cards. And people would always ask, like, what business is this? What business is this? And another reason why I know God is real is because um, just the, the insight and the wisdom that he gave when the logo came out, um, if you guys remember what it looks like, there's a space between the I and the T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God was like, hey, you know, this is a reminder of what you should be as a believer. This is a space between where you are as a sinner at the top and where God wants us to be at the cross because that's where Jesus was. Right. And that's our goal is to be as Christ-like as is possible while we're here. Um, and then so as it grew and as it developed and as I started wearing it, I realized it was a vehicle that I could really express and talk about my faith because people were always complimenting stuff. And then like once it got up, once I figured out how to do it um, and it started making money, it's like, wow, this is a perfect opportunity for a ministry that actually has resource to give. Yeah. And so then when I kind of took myself out of it and the initials are no longer about me at this point, yeah, um, because my name's a faith based Arabic name it just really changed my heart and my spirit. So now every time I hear my name, every time I see this logo, it's always a reminder that it's not about me. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Wow, that's super cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you brought me a coffee. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so then, so y- that was kind of like, it started off as maybe more of a personal brand type mm-hmm. of thing. And you then it, it kind of, Merged itself over time. Yeah. Um, so 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 why was it that you did decide to to start, you know, making clothing? And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got the hat on and you, you brought a couple shirts for us. Um, you know, how did that come into being?
1: You're very stylish.
2: Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you so much. I really appreciate yeah. that. Um, well, I think that we, as people, um, we really like things and we really like stuff and we really like wearing things as well. Mm-hmm. And so we often use like designs or colors to describe who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, it's like when I realized who I was and that was a child of God, it's like, man, all I want to do is talk about it, represent it, wear it, you know, and not anything in your face, but just like super subtle things um, that I can pair along with how I live that people can be like, wow, like this person knows God because like who he used to be and what he used to wear and how he used to act. That's not who he is now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so.
1: yeah.
0: That's super cool. Yeah, that is cool. So. Uh, And I think that you mentioned maybe that they both go hand in hand with the ministry. Mm -hmm. So kind of give us some explanation on that.
2: Uh, Yeah. So um, I kind of always had a calling to where I really wanted to give back to people in low economic situations. Um, And especially like I feel like in our society, there's a, a need for strong black men to mentor young black men. Um, and so that's what had initially started the ministry, you know, just trying to show these guys another way and teach them skills that they could eventually monetize and, and make money off of. Yep. And as it grew, you know, the, the other communities, um, other economic situations. So like low economic and then literally like no economic, like poor, like homeless, um, and just showing them the love of God, because I truly believe that like, that's who Jesus loved the deepest were those that didn't have a resource. Right. Um, so when I just got to see what that was able to do, and then we did a, a, a campaign, which I don't know if you guys saw the video for or not. Um, the city of Indianapolis was looking to donate a quarter of a million dollars for the sign that's on Mass Ave. And it just kind of opened my eyes and my heart, like, dang, what if we could do something like that? And so we made a campaign around it and we just asked people for donations or to support Believe Brand. And the next thing you know, where there were some people that we were able to bless and I'm just so thankful, like looking back on it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Wow. That's so super cool. you
1: run this yeah. with? Other people then, or is it just you?
2: Yeah, so we don't keep any of the money for ourselves. Um, so anybody that does it, it's all volunteer. Okay. um I pioneered the idea, but I can't say that it was only me because there's so many people that work behind the scenes that don't even want me to mention their name because they don't want me to deny them of a blessing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That just really help me out. You know, whether they write blogs for us, help, whether they come up with designs, whether they're picking it up, whether they're finding a new fulfillment for me, just so many people. So. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Love that. Gosh. <laughs>
2: That's super cool. <laughs> thank you
0: Thank you so much. So uh, outside of that, uh, we know that you are also a DJ. Yes, <laughs> I know you got quite the uh, the book of business here. You I'm trying do. to be like you,
2: man. I try to keep up with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so it's definitely like you know we were talking about earlier, right? Like hit all the all the little different things that you can. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of funny, right? It's like tech business. And your, your, your faith-based business as well, um, you know, uh, where you're helping everybody out. And then DJ. Yeah. How does that fit in? <laughs> how does it
2: fit in? That's a good question. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I'm conflicted as a believer because a lot of the things people want to hear is not very glorifying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Music is a tough, tough thing in that aspect.
2: It's tough, right? But then I kind of think about it like, you know, if I'm a police officer, am I always um, talking about my faith? Am I always living on my faith? Or are people paying me for a service? And so what I realized that it allowed me to do was bridge gaps. Okay, so I yeah. think music is something that brings a lot of people together. Um, you know, even when I walked in here and I see these s- speakers in here, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love those. Like we automatically related and right. it's based on music. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if you could provide an atmosphere where these young people and even older people for that instance feel safe and they kind of look up to you because for some people, they think d- DJs are cool. And then you get to show them who you really are outside of the DJ world. And, you know, you get to learn more about them and, and teach them and mentor them. It's like, dang, this is so much fun. Yeah. And so. Really cool. Yeah, so it goes
0: beyond just, you know, having a love for music and, yeah. and being up in front of everybody and, and doing, doing something like that. But it's, yeah. it, it actually gives you an opportunity to, to touch some more people that you probably wouldn't have been able to.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Exactly. When
1: did you start that?
2: Um so I started I cannot believe it but 3 years ago um, oh, okay. wow. I started DJing on my iPhone uh, my iPhone <laughs> 5 I think at the time. Wow. Nice. And I'm sure as you know you get into something you enjoy it and then you have to know more so you buy more equipment mm-hmm. and then you buy more equipment and then you know $5000 later you're like well here we are, Here, right? <laughs> I got yes, all this, this now. Is what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: Usually, that's the point where I'm like, "How can I figure out how to get this back?" Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How can it? How, how can I use this to, you know, make it from point A to point B and actually like pay off the equipment and beyond? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is the hard part. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we talked about some of the events that you've done, mm-hmm. and like, is it just specifically events or? You know, I'm, I guess I'm not super familiar with that world. Um, so, like, I don't know, do you, do you do like a like a concert or yep. you know what I mean? Like, yep. are there venues around Indianapolis that you do or anything like that? Or
2: Yes. Yeah, so it's evolved a lot. And it's one of those things that I almost gave up DJing because I thought that I had to be in a bar or club to do it. Yeah. But then as I got older and as God is just kind of giving me a lot of provision um, with it, it started growing. And so next thing I knew I was doing sporting events. So I got to do the 500 festival. I got to do the indie mini marathon, got to do some stuff with the pacers for IU for the Colts. And then I was like, dang, I really would love to do this in a concert setting. Next thing you know, um, I find out one of my really good mentors is like, Hey, um, Andy Minio is going to be in town in Cincinnati here soon. And we need a stage DJ. Sweet. and wow. so that's so cool yeah it's, it's been awesome it's evolved and I think that that's kind of what's pushed me to go even harder and learn even more about it because I don't think there's a lot of Christian DJs on the scene that are excellent at it mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we're called to be is excellent so like if you guys are going to do a podcast you guys are going to be excellent because that's what we're called to do and I mean look at you guys look at your content you know look at your stuff so <laughs> yeah, we're trying yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I don't there was a one thing that always stuck with me and my dad always said this it was like you know, something worth doing is worth doing right, mm-hmm. and that always really like it really stuck with me because mm-hmm. you know what's the what's the point then right if mm-hmm. you're if you're not going to put a hundred percent plus into it then why are you doing it in the first place yeah you know if you don't have a passion for it if you don't have drive you know what's the point of just doing something for sake right. of doing something, you well, know, those
1: things like take time and we live in such a world of instant gratification. that like, you want those things now. Yeah. And a lot of those things just take a lot of time and work put to put into it, you know?
0: Yeah. Which is, yeah. Which we're, we're finding out in like the podcast endeavor it's uh, it's taken some time for sure. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, you're we're always learning and like, what's next and like, how how can we take it to the next level and like, what are people doing? Like, what's you know, like <laughs> what equipment. is the next level? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Cause uh, that's the that's the tough part about it. Yeah. And it's an ever-growing industry. So mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure just as much as any of the things that we've talked about so far. Because like I said, I don't I don't have a lot of I I know music, but I don't like that whole space is like very foreign to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to see how that's evolving and it's that's it's becoming a big deal I think it is yeah I mean I that's that industry is huge now mm-hmm. and especially like you said I mean it seems you're finding those little niche places to, to put yourself mm-hmm. which is smart yeah because so, sure. you know that I don't I couldn't name one Christian DJ
3: Mm-mm. yeah
0: you know what I mean yeah none Honestly. I, I know the big ones right yeah but that's about where that's about where it ends yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I don't even think I could name one in general. i yeah. gonna a, be, that's gonna a be a, honest. Yeah. <laughs> I got
0: really into like electronic music. Yes, you like did for a while there. <laughs> there was like a there was like a good couple two three years, and then it kind of faded because no one else was. <laughs> yeah, <to> it. <laughs> you know it's like tough yeah. because like nobody. You're like, oh, okay, this is great, but no one wants to be playing the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then we got really into uh, just. Acoustic, pretty yeah. much anything that was acoustic. You listen to John Mayer at all? I love John Mayer. Yeah. Did you go see him when he was in town?
2: I did not. No. Oh. I've kind of grown out of concerts. I think being on the DJ side of it, I don't really like going as much anymore. But Interesting. Yeah, I used to be at every concert everywhere all the time, but miss John Mayer.
0: Interesting.
1: Kate is like John Mayer point two.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? That's kind of the way yeah, we
0: he... <laughs> talk about him. Yeah, we do. He's a he's a fantastic guitar player. Yeah we're going well, uh, we'll to well let have him play something for you for sure yeah. so you, so the intro <laughs> that's him oh
2: cool that's yeah. so tight
0: so the intro to the show is actually him playing and singing and everything you
2: are so talented we, wow
0: we were like hey I, I knew we needed an intro and i'm like what yeah. better i'm like dude hook me hey. up like and it was just like seriously what was it like a couple days yeah I and he's like hey he got i got it this back
1: to us like really quick
0: fun fact about that there's there's <laughs> <laughs> this is funny so there's a part of the lyrics Uh, where he says java love never knew he's like Mm -hmm. we neither of
1: us knew that that's what he was saying
0: for the first like four or five months
1: (laughs) (laughs) we thought he was saying java and just like saying uh java yeah (laughs) no he's saying java love so (laughs) whoops (laughs) And I feel like we should know that about know. our own song. Well,
0: it's not like we got a copy of the lyrics, right? You yeah. know, it's like, hey, that sounds great, man. Yeah. Like, it really make it happen. Yeah. And we we did it live on one of the shows when the, when he came on and when we did that's that, when
1: we know or knew it, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Wait a second. Yeah, because he. I was like trying to help him sing it, and it came up, and I was like, Wait! I was like, That doesn't sound right. He's like, It's love, and I was like, Oh, love it. <laughs> so um, oh. I always hear that like being on stage. And and I've I've only got to do it a couple times, but like, like the feeling that you get, mm-hmm. like that's addictive, isn't it?
2: It is actually it, it it is, and it's it's dangerous at the same time. So like, I feel like we experience a lot of things that, and I say we isn't just people, humans yeah. in general. We experience a lot of things on these little micro levels um, that the people that we look up to experience on a macro level. Yeah, and so there's been times where I've been on a stage entertaining like kids at a youth conference. And then you walk off the stage and there's just like this, like almost like you're on a roller coaster. So there's like this super high emotion, adrenaline's pumping, you're sweating. It's like (laughs) awesome. You're jumping up and down on stage and you walk off and you're like, like, wow, like what next? Yeah. You know, like, and so that's something I definitely have to be careful about um, because it is very addicting. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can only imagine like that would be really tough. Yeah. Especially, I think especially in today's culture, like, and I think that goes along with what Liv said, you know, about the instant gratification, you know, because you'd like feel that. And again, like you said, what's the next thing you think of? Yeah. How do I, how do I amplify that? How do I go next? I mean, it's just like, we were talking about the coffee, right? Like it's the blonde roast was strong at first, but it's not now. Yeah. And so you're like, what's the next level? Yeah. And I mean, and that's, and that's a legit thing that gets people in trouble. It does. Yes. Cause it- you hit that peak. And once you hit a peak, you're like, where do I go from yeah. here? Yeah, and then a more. and then yeah, and then you're empty. Yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> you're chasing you're chasing this thing, this feeling, um, and then you start to tie your identity in with it, mm-hmm. and that can be really dangerous. So, I, I definitely understand. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it.
0: I d- I do believe like a hundred percent that I I think that if you are a person of faith, that it gives you an edge. I agree because you can, you know, he does call us to be humble, mm-hmm. and so it's like if you. If you can actually take that, I mean, no one's ever going to be able to 100% be able to do that throughout all of their life. But it's like if you can just find those moments to actually go like, hey, this is this is bigger than me. You know, like I'm doing this, like you said, at the end of the day to glorify him. So you're exactly. like you go right. through all these things and, you know, at least that you can do that at the end and humble yourself and go, OK, this this wasn't me. You know, this this is not only my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm doing this at end for a bigger purpose. Yeah. And I think that would help. To ground somebody in that situation, I agree. I don't know if that has has played to you or not. But I think that makes a big difference.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, actually, that's the inspiration behind one of our shirts. It's the Christ-rooted shirt that had came out. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but um, it has yeah. the, the rainbow on it as God's first covenant. But it says rooted because that's what it's all about. Like when you are rooted in Christ and you understand your identities in Him and not of the things of this world, like you said, it really gives you an edge because if I have a good day, if I have a bad day, I recognize that it doesn't matter and it's still just another day and you yeah. know, I still have a purpose to serve. So right. I love it. Yeah. I love the idea of being rooted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have a reason to, to continue. You know, yeah. I always, I always feel for anyone who is is speaking of like, I don't know what my purpose is. Like, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm trying to accomplish. And, you know, because everybody does have that need and want to have a reason or, a, you know, a reason or a feeling inside that they're here for, you know, they're, they're not just here by chance. Yeah. And so that always, that always saddens me a tad, mm-hmm. you know, because you're like, there is, there is a bigger reason. There is. <laughs> right. There is. Right. There is for sure. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, without going down that rabbit hole, but sorry, <laughs> right, we already went down. It was cool. <laughs> I was going to say, I know it's just, uh, we're just going to continue to tunnel here. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, so to life and lattes. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking beforehand, you know, like Liv and I have always wanted it to just be natural, you know, we just yeah. want to talk and, and, not uh, forced. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you could see us right now, there is somebody behind him on that's, that's got a, a prod and he's like, yo, keep talking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm actually reading a teleprompter if you guys didn't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I think everybody knows better by now. But. <laughs> yeah. Sure. like I think like
1: last week's episode, we had several points and I think we hit on like two of them
0: oh yeah for sure yeah for sure we just went i was like ah let's keep rolling so
1: we've
0: so we've talked plenty about like the the tech and the equipment and everything like that what's your favorite piece that you have
2: my favorite piece of equipment
0: yeah like the one that you're just like man like i i obtained this and like Uh i love you just like using it like
2: yeah, so one of my buddies, he told me when I first got into DJing, he's like, "Man, you might as well just buy all the nicest stuff now because you're going to end up spending twice as much money trying to upgrade mm-hmm. to it. As a broke college kid, I was like, man, you are crazy. crazy. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Well, man, yeah. man. My <laughs> phone is good enough. <laughs> uh, six months later, I probably bought the most expensive like DJ vinyl equipment um, because there's these things, they call them Rain 12s, to where now you don't need a needle, but you can still scratch with vinyls and stuff and do some really cool tricks. And I finally got one, and I love it so much. <laughs> like now, all I can do is DJ with vinyl because I can't even go back to my controller anymore. Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so, so people still, still do play with vinyl, huh?
2: So it's DVS, it's digital vinyl. Okay. Um, so basically, when you're running off Serato, which is a music program, yep. and you add songs to it, it will basically make that specific record that song. And oh, okay. so you manipulate that vinyl, and so you can do some pretty cool tricks that's with cool. it. cool. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So instead of just having, I, I see what you're saying, instead of being able to actually scratch for real, but this is actually giving you the ability to continually put songs, you know, in a digital way, but still get the scratch effect.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, that's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, That is
0: cool. Yep. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, see, I was that. mind blown on <laughs> that one because yeah. I had no clue. No. Yep. The, as the most um, experience I have is going into Guitar Center and That's you know, my like spot. That's my spot. Man, oh my it's, gosh. Gosh. it's
2: clearly so you guys a spot too because all this equipment. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> um, the closest that I have to that is <laughs> you're gonna so make fun of me. Here we go. Um, <laughs> what is that game from Xbox? Rock band. Oh, rock band, a rock band. They used to have like a DJ set, and we were like, "This is so cool." DJ Hero, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And see,
2: I didn't even play that. My brother played. I thought he was so lame for yeah, playing yeah, it. For sure. <laughs> I mean, you definitely hey, look, you that, definitely look lame. I gave us food. Man, right? Guitar Hero's for the real people. Man, I don't know why you're playing DJ Hero. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. I was never that person like,
0: oh, if you, care, if you're, it was, if, if you mixed, you know, like if you really knew how to play guitar and then you went, it was actually difficult because that, that disconnect between real guitar and, you know, whatever guitar hero or I thought that uh rock band was way closer to the real thing just because you're actually pushing a full fret instead of just a button. Yeah. Like it didn't feel as, you know, I mean, all of, all, all of it was obviously weird because you're holding a plastic neck (laughs) you're like this is great we used to
1: play that for hours my siblings and i oh my gosh we'd go on tour have the full set oh yeah
0: like drums oh yeah
1: like three guitars and like microphone yeah (laughs) that's
0: because when you have that many siblings like you (laughs) band. we are like
1: legit a band could have been the jackson five
0: (laughs) the fisher five five. (laughs) do you have
2: any siblings among i do i have an older brother and a younger sister okay yeah there you go yep Middle no child. I yeah, I didn't even think about child. it. You are the middle child. The middle child, yep.
0: <laughs> I had the luxury of being the older brother, so Ah, the OG. Yeah. And yeah. he'll he'll still tell you that uh I was a very typical older brother.
2: Oh, you beating him up all the time?
0: Yeah, all the way up until he beat me up. <laughs> yeah, he got bigger than you. <laughs> I saw bigger, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got bigger than me.
2: Uh oh, he's a big dog, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. I was like For I was like sure. No, they'd be like
2: told me to put on your brother.
0: He's going to be bigger than yeah, you. Yeah. And I think that's why he got bigger than me. Yeah. People said it. Enough. He did it intentionally.
1: Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he could do that. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: We're going to have to, we're going to have to go next time you do an event or something and we'll, we'll help you out. Like if you need, to, we'll, we'll throw some stuff out on social media. You will have to come.
2: Yeah. I'd love yes. to have
0: you guys. Cause we would love to hear you play.
2: Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun.
1: Play. Is that the right verb?
2: Um. At some point, I think that now I'm getting into the production side, there's like things that I play. And so it's like, man, when Iman's here, I want this to be something that you only hear when I'm here. Yep. And if you're not here at this event, you'll never hear it again because I don't even remember what I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I would think no
0: matter what, you could still call it playing. Yeah. I mean, it's still an instrument because you still have to, I mean, you still have to know your craft. Yep. And you have to be up there, I mean, like. I'm sure that you're not just like playing a song and then fading it over to the next one and right. then fading over the next one. I mean, you're, you're probably mixing tracks mm-hmm. and you're adding effects and doing, I mean, that's, and that's real time, correct?
2: Yeah, it's, it's real time. I don't do anything pre-recorded. I do all of it live. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm counting, I'm keeping on tempo. I'm like, um, listening to keys, you know, cause I like to DJ and key because I really think it's an art and it makes it sound that much better. That's smart. Yeah, thank you. And then as I'm as I'm doing it, like I'm trying to think of wordplay as well. So like if Frank Frank Sinatra says twenty one, and I'm like, damn, twenty one. Oh yeah, twenty one Savage. Okay, here we go. You know, twenty one, twenty one. Then throwing it into something else. So yeah. I try to be pretty creative with it. That's what yeah, I mean. Like so you cool. still
0: have to have a a, a musical knowledge. In order to to do that, so yeah, heck, yeah, I say play is a perfect verb. It is. It I is. wasn't
1: I wasn't mocking you. But I just understand. like is there like but a you word me, that we don't yeah. know that
0: you made me think. To. You made me think about it. You know, I was like, well, maybe, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, use it. You yeah. Know, play
2: is like, a good word. It's a good All word. Right, yeah, because right
0: I I couldn't. You know, no, it goes beyond. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what's funny is like I pick up a guitar and hear something and play it. Yeah but like i could not get up there and be like oh i'm going to you know i'm going to throw this song here and this song here cuz that takes some song knowledge like you got to have some stuff up here to go like uh you know this this mixes here and this goes here like that's yeah. that's intense
2: but you also seem like you're pretty like like you enjoy music and you listen to a lot of it and in djing was one of those things that when i first started i didn't really have good music knowledge either but I think that if you want to do it, you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. like, if you guys wanted to pick it up, I'm sure you guys could. I'm sure you have <laughs> rhythm, and I'm sure you understand what is in key and what isn't. And that's pretty much for me, like all it takes. So. You
0: know, sometimes I wish I didn't know when things were off key. Right. Because it is so difficult. Like oh when gosh. you hear it, you know it.
2: See, that's how I know y'all could be DJs because you're like, oh yeah, I no, get no, no, it, man. No, I get it. I don't. Oh. Uh, I'm really?
1: not. Brad. That's why I'm like, oh my gosh, Brad does, oh, and gotcha. so he's like, like cringes when it's not what it needs to be I'm like I did not even notice it yeah Mm -mm." (laughs) tone deaf (laughs) I mean like I don't think it's that bad okay but I just I never like did anything music related growing up so I have no but I I appreciate it I know when it sounds good but like he's like very specific about it that I'm like yeah
0: But Brad, Brad was in a band, right? Yes. Yeah, he played bass. He
1: was in a band,
0: which, by the way, makes sense. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know. Uh,
1: oh gosh, love him. I don't yeah. feel
0: like I look like the typical
2: bass player.
1: He looks like a
0: bass player. Usually, that's what I mean. Like For Brad sure. looks like a bass player. Is he yeah. tall and skinny? He's tall.
2: He's tall. Okay.
0: He's tall. He just has that look. I don't know.
2: Yeah, like bass he, players are tall. I agree. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not it's tall. Like six four. I'm not six, tall. You three. put a bass with me. Like bass is as tall it's as like I am. taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: why oh, I like the jazz bass because so it's smaller. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I like the smaller bass. Yeah. I had a Thunderbird. Um, it wasn't wasn't Gibson. It was an Epiphone. But I'll tell you what, the thing was horrible. <laughs> it was the first one. I just bought it because it had looks. You know, I was like, oh, that looks cool. And the headstock was super heavy, and it always leaned to the left. You see me up there,
3: uh.
0: <laughs> but it's cool. Like I remember, like had like uh, neon strings that you could buy that like glowed in the dark. Oh, of course. They had black strings too. Oh, I look cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's tight. Oh, I don't I get to play cool. as much as I used to. Yeah, You're I wish I. I wish I could, but it's hard. Yeah, you get it, right? I mean, it's like
1: yeah. That's what I was gonna ask: is how like how do you fit all of these things that you do into a day or a week?
2: Yeah. um, I actually talked about this on the last podcast uh, I was on and I have a friend, he has a website and it's called, he's the nine to fivers coach. And what that means, it's like nine to five, like he's a nine to fivers coach. Like how can you still be fulfilled, still be happy, still be successful and be fit all these positive things and work a nine to five job? Um, Because I think that a lot of times people glamorize entrepreneurship and say like, if you aren't doing your own thing and if you aren't your own boss, then you can't live a happy, fulfilled life. But one of the things that I really took away from what he was talking about was how he does his time audits. And what a time audit is, is he'll break down his whole week and figure out where he, kind of like economics, like where he uses time well and where he uses time poorly. Yeah, And then he tries to optimize that for the next week and pretty much try to be 1% or 2% better than he was the week before. And so that's one thing I really took away from him because having all of my hands in so many stuff, it's like, oh, for 20 minutes, I'll do this. 20 minutes, I'll do that. But it's like if you dedicate a section, let's say like three weeks to one of your crafts, you'll find out that on the back end of that now for the rest of your life, you are three weeks better than you were before. Yep. Um, So this week actually um, has been a rest week for me. Um, But then the week before was a DJ week for me. And the week before that was a Believe Brand week for me. Um, so it, it's tough, but it's just, I'm sure you guys understand with your hands and so much stuff. Like you guys will now forever know how to run a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because That's true. You, you took the time to develop the skill and the understanding. So, right.
0: Yeah. It's tough. That time management stuff is really mm-hmm. hard, mm-hmm. really hard. Yeah.
1: And I always typically- like weekends cause I work a nine to five job and weekends are like my days off and I feel so guilty if I like sleeping cause I'm like, I have so much stuff to do, but I'm also like, I'm so tired. <laughs> There's so much going on during the week, but
0: yeah, I tend to just have like a, a hierarchy, you know, like I, I know what makes me the most money. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at the end of the day, like I do have a passion for the things that I do. I love everything that I do. Um, but at the end of the day, of course I need, I also have two kids, right? So yeah. I have, I have people to support, And because of that, you know, I do tend to kind of Mm -hmm. kind of start at the top and make sure those things are taken care of and then continue down the line. Yeah. And like I I was telling you before we started, but like live is a huge help. So I can like I know I can depend on her to like go. You know, because I mean, delegation is a huge part of it. Huge. And so I'll go, hey, you know. Can 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 you go ahead and take care of this for me? Like, and and she'll ask me the same thing. Like, hey, can you go ahead and lock this in for me? And that helps lock it us. Down. Yeah, lock it down. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so we help each other a lot. And I think that's that's huge. That's a huge play in all of it. Uh, but it's it's hard. I mean, there's some some days. You know, you're like you just need to jam it out, and you have a 13 hour day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's just all there is to it. Yeah, but it's always worth it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know that after all the things that I've tried and. All the businesses that I started and you know learned from, you get to the end and finally you found those little places where you know no matter what, like there's income coming from that. Yeah. Which is a beautiful place to be at. <laughs>
1: what if after uh we shoot this wedding we're like, yo, we should do more of this. <laughs> I bet that's what you guys are gonna experience.
2: I bet there's a lot of money in weddings.
0: I hope that it's a positive experience.
2: <laughs> don't get me wrong.
0: I just I know a lot of photographers, and I've had a lot of conversations with people, and it's it's a scary business. Yeah, it, uh, it, it is it scary. Is.
2: The expectation. That's kind of why I don't do too much wedding DJing because the expectation is so high, yeah. regardless of the budget. <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
0: that's exactly it. Yeah. The the pressure. And, and, yeah, and not that you don't want to. You know, I always flip flop back and forth because I'm like, I need to be able to handle this pressure. Yeah, you know, I should be. Confident enough in my craft that I know that I've I've provided a good service mm-hmm. and I've provided, you know, I've provided the right amount of care and
1: weddings are just always high stress. No matter. Yeah. Well, I get it. Well, I'm, I should not say always. Cause yeah. That's very definitive, but a lot are.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Liv has a bunch of background in the wedding business. Oh, cool. So that's a wedding huge
1: business help. is my jam. Oh, yeah. for real? Yeah. Oh, yes. So
2: you probably heard a lot of <laughs> wedding DJs then.
1: So I was a manager of a of a bridal shop so I dealt with brides a lot mm-hmm. um, and then I also do makeup and hair for a wedding so I do like that side of it mm-hmm. um, so not a whole lot of DJ
0: <laughs> Well the beautiful thing is like you get to start at the beginning and help them get there yes and then you can go
1: and I like planning too so like when I planned for my own wedding it was like oh this is... Mm, I just want to do this all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like not stressful at all for me.
0: Yeah, it's just the hard part about the photography part is you're literally like capturing the memory. Oh, yeah. And people put a lot of emphasis on weddings. Well,
1: yeah, because you can't recreate it.
0: No. Yeah.
1: You know, True. it's not like a, I think we've talked about this before, like an engagement shoot or a senior shoot where it's like, ah, that didn't work out. Right. or Or the, the weather was bad or whatever. You can just like redo it not a wedding yeah mm-hmm. not so
0: much which i get that i also think it's a little ridiculous but do you i think the that i i mean i don't i just think that it's kind of crazy how much emphasis and money and time and effort it's put into a single day and well, maybe that's maybe that's a male's perspective i don't know but i'm just saying there
1: there's
0: there's a point where it gets a little nuts
1: sure no 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 like i totally agree with that Kay. because people can get really crazy with weddings and like most people prepare more for that day than they do for their marriage. Right. Which is right? the like scary there's, part. There's like such a high on your wedding day. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, now nobody cares anymore. <laughs> and they go back to their normal lives and you have to go back to your normal life. And now you're living and doing life with this person. You have to. Figure out.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So yeah, no, I totally agree. However, I do think like photographer is like the most important part of the day.
0: Oh, I agree. Or
1: like most important person to have. I
0: agree. That's why I'm. That's why I'm just a little, a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amon, do you have good. a? Do you have a lady?
2: I do not. No. Um. I am in a season of life where it's just so much work and so much foundation, so that when that comes and when I have that, I'm really prepared and ready for it. And, uh, Smart man. Yeah, I'm open for it, <laughs> and, all, and all and all those things. Uh, but no, my mentors have kind of pushed me into that direction and says, you know, just like trust God's provision, and if you are doing everything that you need to do as a man, the right woman will present herself in your life. And so, yeah. not it's not anything I really ever think about, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I, I almost just guessed that.
2: Oh, really? Why yeah. is that?
0: Uh, because of how organized you are, and I know you have multiple things going on. And like, I can just tell by your demeanor and everything that's like, it's easier to live life and do those things and continue to like, be like chill and figure everything out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you could sure. you can just tell there's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a vibe from that. Yeah. I just, I know the difference between the two. I've done it all. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I kind of, kind of had a feeling that you were focusing on the foundational stuff, which is yep. beautiful. Thank yeah,
1: you. I know. It's great. Yeah. Although I will say you'll never be truly ready
2: ah that's good that's what people tell me that's yeah. that's good insight yeah. it is the
0: truth <laughs> it's true yeah. it's the
3: truth
1: <laughs> it's beautiful it's great yeah but it's a, never it's never truly ready it's an them.
0: interesting concept you know what i mean it's like all of a sudden you share this life with somebody you know yeah and not that you don't know them, but you also but
1: you don't know them you don't know them you do, I not. do like
0: Every, <laughs> everything changes on that day really like, oh yeah Wow! it's a good, like you could you could date somebody for 10 years and then get married like stuff is still going to change when you get married yeah for sure it's st- it's just a different i don't know it's hard to explain
1: it's so awesome though
2: yeah i mean it, <laughs> it seems rocks. like it so tell me guys like how do you um balance all these endeavors and a marriage at the same time. And like, how do you get your spouse to kind of understand? Cause maybe your spouses aren't as, I don't know, maybe I don't have a good word to use busy as you guys. So maybe they don't get it. I don't know. (laughs) It's like you guys tell me.
1: Um, so my husband's in nursing school and also works. Mm -hmm. So he does school throughout the whole week and then works the weekends. And so he kind of like understands the busy schedule And for us, it's just kind of like, this is the season of life that we're in. Like we're working hard, putting in the work and, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll see the fruits of our labor later. Mm -hmm. So, um, when we have nuggets of time together, we take advantage of that. But, um, I don't know, it's just kind of like an understanding that we're both like in that busy season. So it's good to have like your own things, um, because you live together all the time and you see each other a lot in that aspect. So you're kind of like, you need space to be perfectly honest. Not that you don't like the person. It's just, you need your own (laughs) things. Um, so I think just an understanding of both being busy and having your own things is huge,
0: but yeah. So this is an interesting one for me because I was previously married I am not currently so I am dating um, and that that other story is a very long story that's not for today's episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um but with that being said um it is difficult. Um you know obviously I think it's a little easier when you're in this stage because you know you do have more separate lives. Mm-hmm. And so it's I find it easier to balance this than before um, because you do have a lot to you know that that person also wants a, a certain percentage of your time,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. And
0: you do owe that person a percentage of your time, and and I think that that's fair. It's it's, but I think it took me a long time to really figure out like how to balance that out, um, and I was just you know learning from hard knocks and kind of figuring things out, and you know somebody going like, hey, like you might think about this differently, um, and at the end of the day, there is also like I was told. There's a hierarchy of of people or things that you pay attention to, right? And underneath God is your spouse. And that was like a big thing for me to yeah. think that that's above kids, job, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because I've I always really prioritized that because I was trying to make a base. You know, like you said, I... I I got an early start with family and all that, and uh, definitely not complaining. I love my girls, uh, but it was one of those things where I was scrambling to put everything together, and now how everything has worked out. You know, I've I've tried really hard um, to use that base that I have now to realize that there's sometimes you just gotta shut your phone off, you know, and just eat dinner or you know watch a movie with everybody, and those are the times that count. And it's not like you have to spend a 12 hour period. But if you can make an hour count mm-hmm. above and beyond everything else, that's all anybody really wants. Uh, and I've, I've I've learned that over time for sure, and and it's it's really helped all of my relationships. Yeah. Um. And it's just it's just learning, right? It's just trying different things and having people who have been through it like talk you through it. Mm-hmm. I think mentorship and and uh, just having people to look up to, like you know, who've who been there, who have before. Been there. yeah. yeah that's for made sure. a huge impact on me. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, props
2: to you for the humility to uh take a negative experience and make it positive and look to still grow and learn in that area. Um that's awesome. And mm-hmm. I think that you know we we live in a world sometimes that's so negative that it's really easy to get down on ourselves if things don't work out the way we want them to. So and man, stay
1: there. Yeah. yeah.
2: I I recognize the work that you're putting in, and I just met you, you know, a a couple, maybe an hour ago. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) Yeah, keep it up. You know, I'll certainly be praying for you in that aspect and praying for you as well that your marriage is (laughs) (laughs) awesome and fruitful. Thank you.
1: So nice.
0: They have no choice. They have me around, so. Yeah, right. (laughs) Be like. I know. It's It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. Well, um, I think we'll go ahead if I have everyone's permission here. We'll go ahead and play our little game here at the end, sure. and uh, give us a
1: truth, give us a lie, and yeah. we have to decide on what's
0: yeah, what's what's true, true and what's not. So, and this will be fun too because, like I said, we you know we've just had this conversation now, so we know you a little bit.
2: So it'll be interesting to see what you come up with. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a, a truth and a lie. All right, here we go. I am fluent in Arabic. Mind you, my name Sick. my name is Arabic. Okay. Or my favorite band is Linkin Park.
1: Oh, gosh. I hope it's the first. <laughs> What's wrong with Linkin Park? Uh, we don't have time. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: Early stuff was better.
1: Oof. Um, <laughs> Man. I don't know. What do you think? I honestly... Well,
0: Either one could be true. I, <laughs> try, I tried to
2: pick two things that were extremely different and extremely random, so yeah, it'd be no hard joke. to pick.
0: No joke. Oh, uh, man. What are you leaning towards,
1: Live? The first. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm good with that. Okay. Is the first one true?
2: Incorrect. Uh, Quick little backstory. My grandmother was an Egyptian Coptic Christian, and so that's where the name originated from, Iman, and so it means faith in God, and so that's what's the foundation for Believe Brand. But the reality of it is, is deep down, I used to love angsty teen punk music. Uh. And I am a diehard Lincoln fan, Park fan and the new stuff. too. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's okay,
0: man. That's okay. So you were probably uh, pretty pretty sad about the whole Chester thing.
2: Really sad. I was going to go to their concert in Columbus, Ohio, with MGK. He's one of my uh, favorite rappers too. But then when you know when all the stuff had happened, they had canceled the tour. Obviously, so that was a little sad. Uh, had you seen him before that? I had never seen him before. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, I couldn't afford it when I was a kid. But yeah, yeah. that's tough. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my word! I know. <laughs>
1: that's like all of Brad's middle school and I was part say, of high school. Say, I
0: understand. When Brad and I are together, we normally jam oh. out to Green Day. <laughs> Green Day, Day oh.
1: to Remember, um, I don't know, all of those. Yeah, What's we, that? Oh, uh, Blink is that? Blink-182? that? Did you one just say,
0: what is that? <laughs> do, you, you, do you not listen to their stuff?
1: I, I know some of them.
0: Man, I actually got to see them
2: once. Oh, really? Yep. Wow.
0: Who were they? They were with somebody. I went to the Blink-182 and somebody else was there. Was it Recently? It was in like twelve. Okay, so um, I don't know. Oh
1: gosh. my gosh, were what? you there at the same time as Brad?
0: Probably, <laughs> probably. I didn't, <laughs> didn't know Brad didn't know then.
1: it. Cute.
0: Gosh, All that right. was that was a good one. Do you think maybe you could do one more?
2: Yeah, I got one more. For okay, you. <laughs> <laughs> he look at me, he's like hey, I ready. <laughs> <He's> ready. <laughs> I got one more for you. Okay, so I have been to over one hundred concerts. Or my favorite sport is a sport I ran in. Co- I did in college, so track and field.
1: I think it's the first. Only based on things he said earlier. He did say he's he been was to all a of the concert concerts. junkie.
0: Um, and do you
1: I feel like he's trying to fool us? I don't know. I, I like he said he was. He was sports. Or? What do you think? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the reins on this oh. one because I lost it for us the first round.
2: I'm going with sports. All right. So you might my favorite sports track and field. Yeah. So actually, I ran track in college for six years, but I hated track. Ah. It was just a sport I was the best at. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a wannabe hooper. But yeah, I've been to over <laughs> 100 concerts. Yeah.
0: Man. Yep. Keep all your stubs?
2: I don't know, so I I am a I'm what I call an aspiring minimalist. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: I was going to ask you about that cuz uh, it's in your bio. It is. Oh, yes, draft. it is. Tell yeah. us.
0: That's okay. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, sure. It's our show. Um <laughs>
1: Oh, it is? <laughs>
2: That's true. That's awesome. That's awesome. So actually, so a, a lot of times, like, people try to reinvent the wheel, and they, like, come up with these new phrases of these new things, like, oh, yeah, minimalism. Like, minimalism is mm-hmm. awesome. Minimalism is dope. You live in a tiny house? <laughs> no, I don't, actually. No, I do not at all. I live in Carmel, so, you know, they don't, they're don't. they not known for tiny houses. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it, it to me, minimalism is one of those things where it's actually founded on biblical principle, and I don't even think people tie it to that. There's a lot of scripture that talks about separating ourselves from our goods and um, not. I think uh, is it John two fifteen through seventeen talks about like not becoming a ho- an owner of a home full of merchandise. And so I used to have like over a hundred shoes. That was going to be my next one if I had one more. Um, I used to have over a hundred <laughs> shoes, like Jordans, Nikes, Adidas, Yeezys, everything. And God really laid it on my heart that. I need to stop wasting money. I need to be more fruitful because to f- be fruitful and multiply to me doesn't mean have kids. It means be fruitful with what God has given you and multiply that, right? So give that to other people. And so I say aspiring mentalist because, like, uh, we have in common, I have an affinity for really nice things. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm always aspiring to make sure I get rid of things. So, like, with Believe Brand, we do a declutter challenge at least once a week to where we ask people to. I hear that as well. Yeah. (laughs) We ask people to donate 40 items, and then we donate it out to a homeless shelter, and uh, we do ministry through that as well. So, aspiring minimalist.
0: I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. I totally get that. Totally get that. I'm one of those people Mm -hmm. that, like, every once in a while, I just like to throw a bunch of stuff away. Yeah. And I know you're probably going to hate me for that, but... Just because I normally just toss in the trash, but
2: <laughs> no, no, I mean I get it. I mean I think that's just as important too, because it's giving you that mental space and that mental clarity to now bring the new in. So whether it's new education, new people, new experiences, um, so regardless of where it goes, I still think that the cool things every now and then is definitely worth it. Okay, okay. I know I'm, ba- okay, I'm ba- okay, bad.
0: Well, I'm like I'm bad about <laughs> that stuff. I know I am. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things that probably could have made their, their way to goodwill, but yeah. Um, Are you an indie local?
2: Yeah. Man, just give it to me. I'll find a place for it to go. Yeah, I'm I'm good
0: with that. Man, man. <laughs> All you gotta do is put it in a
2: bag. I'll even come get it for you, man. <laughs> or I'll send somebody to get it for. It. I'll probably send somebody. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, man, you gotta come hang out. Yeah, for sure. Tight, for sure,
2: for sure. Play a little Xbox. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm a PlayStation guy, so you know we can't relate, <sighs> but man, you know, cool kid. Okay, you,
1: you guys were so crushing on each other okay, there for a minute. Okay, but
0: hold on a second though. But if, if, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. Do you under Do you understand why I went with the, the Xbox One X though?
2: Uh, probably because you're on a budget and you really didn't, uh, appreciate nice things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout Whoa. out to all my PlayStation Shots users. Shots <laughs> fired! I was not ready for that. I, I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be something
1: techy. Is it?
2: It is something tech. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tell me the real reason.
0: There is a, there is a large, I don't, do you have a PS4 Pro?
2: I do not. I'm sorry. I used to be really into video games, but the past two years I've, I've moved out, but.
0: Yeah, I understand that. So. The difference between the two, it was, it was all came down to specs. Is that Xbox One X actually does output in 4K and it's actually upscaled on the PlayStation? Uh-huh. there is more power within the the Xbox. And that's, that's awesome. That's the reason why I went with it, because it's it was actually a legit. You know, I'm like, I want the actual experience. That's like, tight. That I spent tight. the money on the TV. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do it right. <laughs> yeah, that's tight. That's
2: good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- all jokes to my Xbox people. Right. <laughs>
0: I don't play online though.
2: Oh really? Nope. Wow. That's another rabbit hole, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh man. I know. We'll have to do a
0: Sweet. we'll have to do a part two. We'll have to have you back. <laughs> for, sure. So for sure. I'm totally down with that. <laughs> for sure. Well, Liv can not. <laughs> uh okay. I'm I'm not gonna go out any more rabbit holes. We're gonna wrap it up here. on. we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. Yes. Um, uh, thanks for reaching out. Um Definitely, we'll have to have you back, and we'll go down some more rabbit holes. Um, For sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, what I'm going to do is go ahead and give you an opportunity to, I know we've talked about some of it, but give you an opportunity to just give a shout out to what you got going on, and you can give a little more detail to people who are listening if they're interested in what you got going on.
1: Where so. they can find you. Yeah, and
0: social media, things sure. like that.
2: Yeah, on social media, you can find me at Iman underscore Tucker. So Iman underscore Tucker. Uh, Definitely shoot a note if there's anything that you feel like you relate to or you feel like you could teach me. I could teach you. I love connecting with people. Probably DM like 30 to 40 people a day just because I love connection. That's awesome. Um, Then you can find us at BelieveBrandCo, BelieveBrandCompany.com. there you awesome.
1: go. Yeah, and we'll uh, tag him because he brought us shirts, which we're very excited about. Yes, um, we'll definitely so we'll get some tag pictures. him so that you guys can follow through there. So. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I guess if you're if you're a developer, get you some cardboard. That's right. Get <laughs> you some cardboard. <laughs> <Get> okay, <you laughs> that was episode twenty three. We appreciate everybody listening. Um, I don't know. I don't think we have anything crazy going on. So no,
1: uh, it will be. We won't be here next week. Sad because we have that wedding. But
0: oh that's right
1: catch up on your episodes y'all
0: yeah catch up on your episodes and uh we'll uh we'll post some stuff while we're out doing that so that some you can behind the scenes you can see me sweating
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right on yeah All right. thanks
1: well we out